Hi, this is Ryan from Inside Out Hyperbarics, and today I'm on the radio to say thank you to all of our clients who have allowed us to be part of their healing journeys. From helping those suffering from traumatic brain injury and chronic pain disorders, to those with symptoms of autoimmune or the lingering effects of COVID-19 long haulers. It's been an honor you put faith in us to help you through some of your toughest times. So to give back, we will be running monthly specials to celebrate our upcoming six-year anniversary. To find these specials, check us out on the web at InsideOutHyperbarics.com. Inside Out Hyperbarics, bringing out the best in Rise and shine, fragile Americans. There's a victimhood to be claimed and microscopic germs to fear. The Kate Daly Show starts now. Before we begin, since this is Aunt Bethany's 80th Christmas, I think she should lead us in the saying of grace. Oh, great. What, dear? They want you to say grace. The blessing. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands. One nation in with, with liberty and justice for all. Amen. 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 Hi there. Welcome. Kate Daly Show. Back for the last hour on a Tuesday. How are you doing out there uh, the week of Christmas? And uh, so happy to have you listening in. I got Uncle Melty here. Hello. And uh, we ha- we're we going to change focus in this hour um, from politics of the day and the ridiculous headline of the day to uh, just a, a wonderful guest with a great message, a fantastic message that we all need to hear. And um, I love the fact that we have so many wonderful doctors visit the show that I look up to and respect because when I think of the medical community, I think of it as a medical cabal now with the hospitals and with the with the hospital staffs and so forth. And it's tough for me, uh, especially this year after everything we went through personally, it's, it's difficult for me. And there are doctors that I really, I really like and that I, I really treasure because I know they know their stuff. And it's important that we seek out those doctors in America. And there's, they're few and far between. I realize that, but it's such an important thing to be able to get somebody that understands health and that understands, um, you know, the body. And we have Dr. Paul Thomas joining us. And I'm so excited about this because uh, I love the stand that he's taken. He's going to talk about that. And uh, welcome to the show, Dr. Paul, Dr. Paul Thomas. How are you? Well, thank you, Kate, for having me on the show. I am very well today. Thank you. I'm so glad. Um, in fact, let me just tell you a little bit about him. Uh, graduated with his MD from Dartmouth Medical School and completed his residency in pediatrics at the University of California. He's been practicing for over 35 years. Opened his own practice, Integrative Pediatrics, in 2008. Served over 100,000 patients in Portland, Oregon, um, with a focus on informed consent. He speaks at health freedom events, has written two books, The Vaccine-Friendly Plan, The Addiction Spectrum, and, uh, and his publications include so many different things. I'll name one of them, Acute Exposure, Chronic Retention of Aluminum in Three Vaccine Schedules, and the Effects of Genetic and Environmental Variation. You know, easy, light topics. <laughs> so I love that. Uh, and in 2021, um, with time created by the Oregon uh, Medical Board, suspension of his license, he started a new show. And he's sharing the science on uh, COVID-19 and covering health and wellness called Against the Wind, Doctors and Science Under Fire. And it's found at Doctors, with an S, 
doctorsandscience.com, doctorsandscience.com. And uh, in December of 2022, um, uh, Dr. Paul and Dee Dee Hoover launched their new program called kidsfirstforever.com. They educate, uh, offer summits, and then uh, individual coaching. And I love that idea. Uh, thank you. Can you tell us a little bit, uh, Dr. Thomas, about your story? Because there's a story over this last couple of years that has happened to you. Love to hear it. Sure. Happy to do that. Sure. So I grew up in Africa. I graduated high school over there. Came to the United States for college. You already mm-hmm. mentioned Dartmouth residency. Mm-hmm. When I was in practice, uh, I was in a group practice back in the 2000s. I was already becoming aware that our kids weren't doing well. We were seeing more and more kids with asthma, autism, ADD, ADHD, you name it, right? Right. Everything's on the up for the chronic conditions, and nobody seems to understand why. Right. Well, in 2004, 5, 6, and 7, I had a kid in my own practice who was completely normal at age 1 regress into severe autism by age 2. I mean, we're talking nonverbal, no eye contact. Right. I'm in pain, hitting my head kind of autism. And that was the last straw for me. That's when I started my practice and at Integrated Pediatrics starting in 2008, we, which, by the way, I just closed that practice under duress, basically. The mm-hmm. Oregon Medical Board, uh, as you mentioned, took my license. Uh, I got it reinstated, but um, Lost the biz. it just so, got to yeah. the point where I had to just relinquish it and retire. Uh, so I kind of so jumped all over the place to the present. We can go back and fill in some gaps if you like, but... Um, yeah, it's been quite an interesting, basically since I wrote my book, The Vaccine Friendly Plan in 2016, Mm -hmm. uh, what I was trying to do in my practice, I saw that, my goodness, the unvaxxed kids just never got sick. Interesting. So I actually looked at that data, tried to publish it, was unsuccessful in getting that published. Basically, if you're trying to publish anything that states in where the data shows, Mm vaccines in a negative light good luck getting it published well i have noticed so that's when it, since the beginning of the vaccine program in general that our health has only gone one way and that's in the dumper at this point one and two are getting cancer and we have all these chronic conditions we didn't have before the whole vaccine pro- program came out so when you were so and and I, I i wish people would look at it like you did with that patient and say something's wrong here what is what's going on here because it seems as though there's a lot of doctors out there that don't notice that, don't want to see that, and they just keep rolling forward with, well, I guess that's just, you know, collateral damage along the way of health. And I, that doesn't make sense to me either. And so when you were, when you were trained in the medical field, um, what, what was the training like about vaccines and vaccines for children? And how much was it pushed and pressed and, and everything else? Right. Well, in medical school, the first two years is basic science. Right. And so that's pretty standard and that's mm-hmm. pure science. Sure. But once you go into clinical rotation, so when you do your pediatric residency mm-hmm. uh, or even in medical school, your, your clinical pediatric rotation, it's just here's the vaccine schedule. Here's what we do. We were never taught what the ingredients are in a vaccine. In fact, you could ask almost any doctor today, what's in that vaccine you're about to inject into my child? And they can't tell you. You're right. Oh, it's in the package insert. They'll tell you. But have, <laughs> wow. could they even could they even list the top three or four ingredients? It's like that meme where you've got a little kid going, huh? Right. That, how come my waitress in the in the restaurant has to know the ingredients of the cupcake, but you don't know what's being injected? That's you know, a good we just point. Not at all. No, that's a really yeah. good point that you say that. And here's here's the thing too. What I this is what I can't understand. They will swear to the death that it's safe and effective, but they can't yep. name what's in it. 
Exactly. That's and, wild. And they don't actually know uh-huh. or realize, and this is the sad part, we're just, I mean, I was a, a product of that system where we were just brainwashed, it's safe and effective, and you read every week in throwaway journals that come across your desk about how wonderful the vaccines are and how safe and effective they are and mm-hmm. how the side effects are one in a million, just marketing stuff, right? Right. And sadly, the, the vaccine industry in particular, but pharma in general, it's really drifted more and more into tobacco science. And tobacco science, as most people who, who are older know, we knew that cigarettes and tobacco and nicotine and all that was really dangerous, mm-hmm. you know, cancer, right. uh, heart disease, all sorts of stuff. But it was hidden in, for 30 years. The tobacco industry, what they would do is just kick out a whole bunch of worthless studies to overwhelm the few studies that showed it in a negative light. And mm-hmm. then they could just say, well, on the bulk of the evidence, cigarettes are safe. Well, they're doing the same thing with vaccines. They just create these studies that look at parameters that don't matter mm-hmm. and say, yep, they're safe. They do studies with no proper placebo. They don't look at them for long enough. They mm-hmm. don't look at them for all health outcomes. I mean, the studies are just fatally flawed. Jeez. I, a lot of doctors go along with this. Are they, are they paid kickbacks for the vaccines? So, <laughs> such a good question. Mm-hmm. I used to deny it uh-huh. because that's what I was tr- taught to say, right? Oh, right. no, no. Our profit right. margin is minuscule. We maybe get a dollar markup on a vaccine. I mean, mm-hmm. well, that part, that statement was true. But what they were not aware of and what is actually the, the truth of the matter is there is a massive incentive to vaccinate. And it's, it's done through the administration fee. So if you bring your two-month-old in for shots and they're going to get six vaccines according to the CDC schedule, Mm -hmm. not just each vaccine, but each antigen is worth money as a thank you, but they call it an administration fee. So you can make 200, 240, or even more just on that visit on that child. Well, you multiply that by the fact that, you know, a busy practice, I I was getting 30 to 40 newborns a week, I'm sorry, a month, Mm -hmm. and so... What I did was I actually did the analysis and published the paper that looked at what is the income loss to a practice that's honoring informed consent like mine was. And it was over a million dollars in a year just on the admin fee alone. Um, Over a million a year off one practice? Over a million. One, and that's a relatively small practice. We had a total billing of um, just under three million at the time of that study. Well. Pediatric overhead runs 60 to 80%. You can talk to any practice. What does your overhead run? It's around averages 70 to 80%. Well, if if out of a 3 million budget, you're losing a million, you can see how ends don't meet. Wow. And so literally they've created a situation where practices would not survive. Business would go under without the revenue from the vaccines. I'm just taking that in. That's, jeez. Wow, no wonder, no wonder. Um, and so you started to see the kids change, and I, I saw this too. I remember having Stephanie sent off on um, MIT, and she came on and she talked about the last part of, so 95 on, we saw big, big changes in what they were doing to our food mixed with what they were doing with metals in the shots and the combining of shots and for no apparent reason, yep. right? Um, and I had Andy on the show, we talked about it. The schedule, the, he asked about the schedule, and of course they could never come up with an answer as to why they had the certain schedule that they did for kids and newborns and no answers. Right. So so in light of that, 
you start to see some some big you know changes with kids and what was going on on with kids was it hard to be vocal about that was it difficult at that time <laughs> i can't even imagine because even back then it, that was a very tough time to stand up yeah so my first real attempt to stand up was when i published the book the vaccine friendly plan okay and uh what that was was a shot across the bow of the cdc with science i mean it was backed up with over a hundred peer-reviewed science references and basically pointing out things like it makes no sense at all to give hepatitis b vaccine to newborns whose mothers right. don't have hepatitis b right uh, you Bingo. catch hep B from sex and IV drug use. Babies in my practice sure weren't doing that. I was <laughs> like wondering, well, what pediatrician in their right mind is thinking that this makes sense? Right. And actually, it was very interesting. When it was first rolled out uh-huh. in Oregon, that was in around 2000, 2001, mm-hmm. big push to roll it out. I was walking in the hallways of the hospitals. We'd rub elbows when we go into the hospital to see newborns as pediatricians. Mm-hmm. I'd say, what do you think of this crazy recommendation to move the hepatitis B from teenagers to newborns? And they would all shake their heads and go, yeah, it just doesn't make any sense at all. But you ask wow. them today, they're all on board. Oh, we're going to come right back. Isn't he the best? Dr. Paul Thomas joins us. Wow. So much to talk about. You're not going to want to leave this or leave this conversation. Be right back on the Kate Daly Show, katedalyradio.com. Z-Snack was a gift from God. So, so, since, with God's grace, I was the originator of the protocol, both the the hydroxychloroquine protocol and the Z-Stack approach, that they felt that they were getting an authentic, undiluted version of a treatment that's endorsed by me. And so it's become a real um, successful approach in mitigating the severity of illness, viral illness, is that it's a nutritional supplement, which it is, and that it is an immune booster. Now, what I could say is that it contains quercetin and vitamin C, which according to the NIH peer-reviewed papers is an effective zinc delivery system. And according to peer-reviewed papers also on the NIH, zinc inhibits the enzyme that is associated with RNA viral replication. And according to peer-reviewed papers, vitamin D3 in high normal levels between 50 and 70 essentially eliminates intensive care unit admissions. It's an extremely powerful um, immune booster or optimizing your immune system. It's a general health treatment. It would make sense to have your immune system as optimal and primed before you get sick. And then if you, God forbid, you do get sick, you use zinc and a zinc delivery system to inhibit viral replication and outcomes are much more favorable. It's a general health treatment. It would make sense to have your immune system as optimal and primed before you get sick. Go to katedallyradio.com, scroll to the bottom of the homepage and click on the Zelenko ad. And you'll be you'll be helping Truth and Radio at the same time you're ordering wonderful products for yourself from Dr. Zelenko. Try the new Z Flu, the brand new product that just came out that it can help you feel a little better when you have the flu and also help prevent the flu. You're going to love this product. It's called Z Flu. Look for it on Zelenko's page when you link over from my homepage, katedallyradio.com. Thanks so much. 
I never said I was retiring. I'm refiring, and I need fuel for that. I'm taking my balance in nature, and it's making a difference. I'm writing, I'm directing, I'm living my life. Blah, blah, boom. As a special holiday offer, get $25 off plus free fiber and spice with your first preferred order of fruits and veggies. This offer can end at any time. Call or go to balanceofnature.com. Use discount code KATE. Hey, everybody. I just wanted to tell you real quick. Look, we didn't invest in uh, T-shirts and hats. We could have. Believe me, I've come up with a slogan or two, as you could probably imagine. We have the commemorative uh, Kate Daly Show coin because we want to put money back in your pocket. And we knew that right now, with everything going on, you would want to invest in precious metals. This is a real silver coin. It is a uh, minted after the first coin ever produced in the United States. It has a piece of history that I love. And it has the Kate Daly Show on it, Be Faithful, Be Fearless. comes in a beautiful case. $99, and most of that goes to the show. But it is going to put money back in your pocket. And I do think silver is only going up. I wanted to make sure that you got something out of that, out of helping Truth in Radio. We're up against a lot because shows like this don't go on for a long time because uh, corporations usually edge us out. And I don't want that to happen. Please help this show stay on the air and you can help free speech and know that you did something to help free speech in America survive this. Radio is very important. It's a very important element because you're listening. And when people are listening, as Rush used to point out, when people are listening, they're digesting those words better than watching stuff, something on TV and watching visuals. It's a really important medium. And I want to stay here doing the show with all of my favorite co-hosts. So thank you. Go to Kate Dallas radio.com and please pick up a few of those coins i would really appreciate it thank you from the bottom i started working in a hospital when i was 14. i learned through some hard experiences that health isn't just about longevity it's about quality of life working with patients trying to get them to eat more fruits and vegetables it just was impossible most of my patients were eating less than three servings of fruits or vegetables a day that's when I decided I need to find a different way. That's how I developed Balance of Nature. It gives your body the chemistry it needs to help your cells run at their optimum. It's real. It's real science. It's real fruits and vegetables. And it's real people. I would attribute the success of Balance of Nature going from a back room in my practice to millions of servings of fruits and vegetables being served to the world every single day to the simple fact that it works. As a special holiday offer, get $25 off plus a free fiber and spice with your first preferred order. Use discount code KATE. In my heart. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. What child is this who lay to rest on Mary's lap is Show. Hmm. 
That was from the Chosen Choir Christmas special. Uh, welcome back. You're listening to the Kate Daly Show, katedalyradio.com. We just hit 17.5 million. We're way over that now, and uh, really appreciate all of you tuning in for sure. Please share this show. This is an important show. This hour is very important for these young moms to hear. You know, I was thinking about uh, that song, "What Child Is This," and and talking about the babe and talking about this the story that you know the reason for this season that we're celebrating is not winter. We're not celebrating weather. We're not celebrating let it snow. We're celebrating the birth of Christ. And can you imagine in today's climate, um, I, 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 let me just tell you, I saw a meme, um, and it's, and it had a woman that was older and the woman was, um, you know, in her seventies or eighties. And it said, I got, I got two vaccines. And then it had a woman my age, um, born in the late sixties, early seventies. And it said, you know, I had eight vaccines. And then you had a woman born in the eighties and it said, you know, she had like 14 vaccines. And then you have a kid today and it was 69 vaccines. And, you know, you think about that and and all these needles and all these vials going into these kids and you're thinking, what are we doing to our children's immune system? That's my first thought. Now, the other thought when I saw that meme was, how is the 70 year old just fine if all the other vaccines were needed? So how is the 70 year old still existing? Still okay, right? And um, and luckily got through those two, right? Um, in one piece, but it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make, the whole program doesn't make any sense. And can you imagine sticking all those vials into into the babe, into, into what we're celebrating this Christmas and, and look at Christ and you think about that birth. What would that birth look like today? <laughs> 69 vaccines. I have Dr. Paul Thomas on and and um, you, you've written some wonderful things. You've been very outspoken. Oregon uh, tried to take or take, took your license uh, from you and, uh, and said how dangerous you were to children. Really? I don't think anyone suffered because, um, because of your stance on vaccines after you started seeing so many kids get, uh, get some pretty diabolical things. Um, and no one could explain why. Right, Dr. Thomas? Oh, you're so right, Kate. I just have to comment on your visual of, you know, the baby being born at this Mm. time of year. And moms and dads out there, think of your baby. I mean, we really all have a a part of Christ within us, right? We all have spirit. We all have love. And you're holding that baby. And now are you going to take that baby and put them on the altar, the sacrificial altar of vaccines, especially now that they've already approved the COVID jab for infants as young as six months with zero data except for one tiny little study on rats that really did not go well. Right. So they have no safety data, but we're going to sacrifice our babies. But let's jump back to the data that I published because this is an interesting story. So after I had published my book, The Vaccine-Friendly Plan, which for your listeners, this is a great book. If you're thinking about doing the CDC schedule, please read this book because it will open your eyes to the fact that, whoa, Wait a minute. There's some things in this schedule that don't make sense. But I also want to caution those of you who are waking up to the fact that, oh, there are risks with vaccines. I don't want you to read the vaccine-friendly plan, and then I've convinced you to go do more vaccines, and here's why. So in my investigation, because once that book came out, the Oregon Medical Board started attacking me with requests and letters and complaints. Actually, there were no patient complaints. These were just contrived requests. asks of the board basically so january of 20 of 2019 they say prove that the vaccine friendly plan is as safe as the cdc schedule prove it's well, as safe as the cdc schedule okay right okay so so 
so I actually hired an outside expert to come into my office, and I tasked him, and he was a science nerd, actually mm-hmm. a pediatrician, neonatologist, and an informatics expert. Okay. And he came in all suit and tie, says, Paul, I just look at data. I'm not here to say what's what. I said, that's fine. That's what I want. Get, get me the data. Mm-hmm. Pull every baby born into my practice. And since I opened, and this was 10 and a half years of data, mm-hmm. and let's look at all health outcomes based on vaccine status. That was published in the International Journal of Public Health. And what we found was shocking. I mean, I had a sense that my unvaxxed patients were healthier, right. but what we found, and it was published in this peer-reviewed journal, absolutely incredible. So typically for everything I'm going to rattle off here, these conditions, four to five times greater. We're talking 400 to 500% more asthma, more allergies, more breathing problems, more behavioral issues, more ADD, ADHD, respiratory problems, infections of almost all kinds, ear infections, eye infections, lung infections, skin infections, and then anemia and urticaria and rashes, all of them. The blue line for the unvaxxed was almost flatlined, very few. And the orange line for those who had vaccines. And the more vaccines you got, the worse it was. So this was a very large study of vaccine unvaxxed, probably the largest in the world of real-world data. And uh, it was published in November of 2020. Mm -hmm. And five days after it was available online, the Oregon Medical Board had an emergency meeting and yanked my license. I was a threat to public health. Linked, wait, wait, took your license because you looked at the data, showed the proof and the data, and that was it. That they asked for. That they they asked asked for. for. Now, mind you, they did not mention the the study or the data in their complaint. They just made up all these, a bunch of contrived, you know, they they worked very hard to throw together a whole bunch of stuff. Mind you, they've been investigating me to no avail. Okay. So, Uncle Milty. None of their complaints had any water at all. Okay. Uncle Milty has a question. So, so I'm not medical in any way. I'm a total layman. Uh But what you just said sounds to me as if disease makes our immune response work and vaccines destroy our immune response. That is absolutely correct. And and the reason is, (laughs) whoa, yes, you are spot on. The reason is what vaccines were designed to do, and, and doctors, myself included, we were trained to believe that having antibodies was protective, that that's what protects you and that's what keeps you safe. Antibodies are the second line of defense. The first line of defense is your cell-mediated immune system, your T-cell line. And kids are born, we call it your natural immunity. Kids are born with a very robust first line of defense, natural immune system, innate, inborn immune system. And that's why our kids have done totally fine with COVID, COVID, COVID-19, right? The SARS-CoV-2 virus, uh, brand new to the human race. So you would think everybody would be in trouble, right? Mm -hmm. Well, kids weren't. They have this natural, robust immune system. The more vaccinated you are, the more you've pushed the immune system towards specific antibody production, and the less able those people are to actually handle new infections. This is exactly why the the flu shot program is a disaster. Uh, I used to take the flu shot every year thinking, oh, my gosh, I've got to do this because, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm I'm seeing all the sickest kids for sure. I need the protection. Mm -hmm. And I had two or three nurses that really schooled me on this. They never got the shot. And I would lecture them, you know, you're going to regret this. Every winter they were fine. I was not. (laughs) (laughs) No, that is true. I don't get flu shots and I'm not like a victim of the flu ongoing for like two weeks. I can't even imagine like like a lot of people are. 
Wow. Yeah. I don't get it. uh, Uncle Mickey, you got it right. (laughs) (laughs) No, I love that. I, I, it, it really is good for us to be able to hear this from you, Dr. Thomas, because working in this field, it's just much different because what people do to me is, well, she's just a radio host. How does she know anything? And it bothers me when I hear that because I'm, you know, smart enough to look through information coming from you. I would hope people would really listen to what you're saying. Uncle Milty. I just want to real quick. I just want to say that I was infected with HIV in 1984, diagnosed with full blown AIDS in 98. And my Mm -hmm. depressed immune system does better than people who take vaccines. Well, that's, yeah, that's, that's the other thing too, is you look at all these vaccines and people think that, um, you know, okay, well, I'm safe from X and I'm safe from Z and I'm safe from these things. But what's interesting is your whole health is in the gutter. So you are a lifelong patient of pharma now. And the fact is, is we have now one and two get cancer. How is that working? Well, we didn't hit the cancer overload, right? Until they sent out those diseased vials of polio. 98 million doses that they finally admitted they, they gave out. And what's interesting, exactly 10 years later, we had a war on cancer. And so our whole health is in the gutter is what I'm saying. And we have this whole vaccine program. Why didn't the vaccine program make everybody healthier if that's the claim that it does for these individual things? Then why on a mass scale and in its entirety did it not make people healthier? It made people worse. Yeah, absolutely. There's a study called the Control Group, and people can go to the controlgroup.org. Okay. A uh, huge survey study, and it showed that there, in the unvaxxed group, there was no cancer, no heart disease, no diabetes. It's, it's just absolutely astounding and alarming. And mm. here's the shocking thing. 0.26, one quarter of 1% of the United States of American population is completely unvaccinated. How much? 99.74% are vaccinated, at least some. Now, what I want to point out to those who are listening here is whatever your vaccine status is, you can stop. So (laughs) to to be exactly above board, that article that we just talked about Mm -hmm. was retracted. Now, this is what happens to any good publication that shows vaccines in negative light. They attack the messenger, that's mm-hmm, me, so mm-hmm. they try to discredit me, and they try to get the article taken down. And, and on based on one complaint, they were successful to get that article taken down. Mm-hmm. I don't know what else went on behind the scenes for the, for an international journal to do that. But anyway, what I wanted to report to the listeners is the data has been reevaluated, republished, mm-hmm. revisiting excess diagnosis of illness and conditions in children whose parents provided information, informed permission to vaccinate them. Jack Lanswheeler and pediatric neurologist Russell Blaylock republished this data and they looked at one other thing. Those who are vaccinating, if they stop, how do those kids fare compared to those who continue vaccinating, regardless of whether you're doing CDC vaccine friendly or whatever schedule you're on. Okay. And those who stop did twice as well. Jeez. Wow. Uh, we need to get this information out to young moms because they play on fear. And so they've got all yep. those young moms running in thinking they'll be a terrible mom if they don't get every single inoculation. And like Andy said, you know what? There is the schedule they did was made up. There was no reason for it. There was no te- there was no science behind it. All these young moms think that the schedule is a schedule from the CDC. You know, you get these shots at two months and these shots at four months. That's the schedule you know they all think there's a reason behind it there was never a reason right well made up reasons there were yes they they justified everything when they added it 
Yeah. But just like we've learned with the COVID, and that was sort of the the big flag out there waving, okay, whoa, folks, we have a problem. Mm-hmm. I mean, this experimental gene injection that actually turns your cells into factories of the toxin itself, Jeez. tricks the body into making spike protein that's causing all the issues, it's insanity. And there's no COVID the data, in it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. The, David, the data is overwhelming right. on the harm it's causing, and the need in kids is zero. I mean, it's all yeah. loss and no it's, gain. You're right. You're Literally. right. It's I all mean, a risk. I, the, the biggest risk of our lives. We'll be right back more with Dr. Uh, Paul Thomas. Isn't he fantastic? We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Kate Daly Show. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. from the Chosen Christmas special. Uh, welcome on back. And, of course, uh, Balance of Nature, a product I like. Go order it, please. Get healthy. We need our immune systems to be working in better order. And uh, please get it healthy. We need all hands on deck. Uh, please go to balanceofnature.com. Use the code word Kate, okay? You're going to get 35% off and free shipping. They'll ship it out immediately. If you don't like it, send it back. Try it out. And I think your body is going to thank you for that one. Um, our bodies need nutrients more than we realize. And then also uh, make sure and go to insideouthyperbarics.com. I love these hyperbaric machines for just over 200 bucks a month. You can have one in your home and own it and help friends and, and family with all kinds of um, ailments and all kinds of things by getting oxygen into that cell. Please go to insideouthyperbarics.com and ask away. They have many, many questions. Also go to, um, uh, and they'll answer all those questions for you. Also, go to preparewithkate.com, get some food storage. What a great gift food storage is, too. And uh, preparewithkate.com benefits the show and helps you. Also, Dr. Zelenko, who was on the show many times um, before he passed away, has had, had designed a wonderful um, flu product and also um, a wonderful Z-Stack and Z-Toxic, um, uh, uh, you know, the um, to get rid of the toxins in the body. Uh, these are wonderful products. Go to the link on the bottom of my homepage, Kate Daly Radio com and make sure that you're ordering up on those and have those in plentiful supply at your home too. Um, you never know what can happen in the future. And I think uh, next uh, for our government to really go after will be the supplement lines that are helping people because people are starting to figure out their health. Okay. Um, I hate to say that, but it's the truth. Uh, welcome back. And we have Dr. Paul Thomas with us, who is just an amazing MD who has been working in pediatrics with kids and, and realized in his own practice, working with so many uh, children, what was going on um, as we were kind of entering into the late 90s and so forth, when autism started going through the roof, when all these things started happening. It's kind of like in 1955, we started introducing chronic fatigue into the system 
we never had that chronic fatigue before. And then all of a sudden we have all these ailments and things that are going on. What I love about Dr. Paul Thomas, he was willing to say, well, why is this? Instead of just putting his head in the sand and saying, everything's fine, everything's okay, let's just keep going. He said, no. He said, I want to figure out what in the world is happening. I like that about you, Dr. Thomas. Thank you. You bet. Uh, We have to stay inquisitive. And folks, if you have a child under your care, you're their last resort. What would you? Yeah, I I agree with you. You're the the protector. The bullseye on your kid. That's so true. That is so true. And they're starting yeah. to treat parents that don't vaccinate as the Criminals. you know, the ones with the, the lepers of our society, which is really, really pathetic. What would you tell a young mom today if you only had a few minutes with a young mom? Uh, please don't vaccinate until you've done enough research to know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And once you do enough research, you won't. Uh, but you, you've got to pause for now. Actually, you've got to start with the mom who's expecting or mm-hmm. planning to get pregnant. They are now targeting uh, OBGYNs mm-hmm. who make the recommendations for pregnancy. Uh, they've already in this last decade introduced the flu shot and then the Tdap, which has way too much aluminum, a toxic dose of aluminum. Both really bad ideas for pregnancy because we know if you activate the immune system during pregnancy, it affects brain development. So, so true. Mamas, mamas, you know, protect that baby in your womb. Don't put any, I mean, they tell you not to eat fish. We know it's high in mercury. <laughs> yeah, Why take on all these earth shots. would you inject a toxic substance that is known to cause harm? I, and, it, and then now they're pushing the COVID jab for pregnancy. I'm just horrified. And then we even need Absolutely to go back to, to puberty because I remember when my daughter was like 13, they were targeting with the Gardasil. And my gut feeling yeah. at the time, and I couldn't explain it, but I knew it was going to harm the reproductive systems. And I knew that it would be horrible. And it has. And it has. They came out yeah. 10 years later, and I was right with my gut feeling. It was exactly that. And they were women were having problems now in their 20s, late 20s conceiving. And, uh, and so yeah. you almost have to go back to puberty now right to protect these girls yes well so so if you're about to have a baby you're pregnant or you've got a baby stop pause do some research i mean go to my show go there's so many places for good information i know you covered on your show can you give the name of your Um, show again and and the location so people can find that yeah doctorsandscience.com just written out Doctors with an S and science.com. All my uh, research is available there. I've got a core presentation. I travel the country speaking about vaccine and vax data. It's not just my data. There are several Mm -hmm. other powerful studies. We're all showing the same thing. The unvaxxed are incredibly healthy. So if you've got a a baby in the the womb, if you've got a newborn, if you've got a young child, uh, stop. And as we look forward to this next year, Mark my words, they are planning. It's already been approved by the CDC, the committee that makes recommendations. It's already got the FDA stamp of approval with no safety data, with an emergency use product that's actually not a vaccine. It's a genetic modification. Uh, They have approved this for kids as young as six months. I predict they will start rolling this out in probably February of 2023. That's just two months away. It'll probably start in California and New York. We'll see. But they are greasing the skids for this to happen. And your pediatrician, unfortunately, is just going to rubber stamp the CDC recommendation because we've stopped critical thinking. Yep. 
even at the physician level, we don't think anymore. We just accept these CDC guidelines as if those people know what they're doing and they don't. And they don't. They don't even know what's in them and they can't even tell you what's in the insert, but they're swearing it's safe and effective. What about this RSV scare? I swear all these young moms think that this is completely different and for some reason it's targeting and all these kids are dying. And I know we only have about one to 300 deaths a year on newborns uh, that they blame on RSV. There is no test for it. It's just symptoms. Okay. But what is your take oh, no, on there this? There is a test. There is yes, a test there now? There is a test for RSV. Oh, yeah, there has been for several years. So respiratory syncytial virus, RSV, has been hitting newborns and young young infants for the last 35 years that I've been in practice. Mm-hmm. And, yes, we have some deaths each year. Mm-hmm. But uh, it is not this super, super dangerous thing for most people. So unless you could come up with a truly safe mm-hmm. and effective vaccine, now that's a, that's a marketing slogan. There is no such thing as a safe vaccine. They all have risks. Sadly, they are working right now on a messenger RNA platform RSV vaccine. So the same platform that brought us the disaster of the COVID quote vaccine, which is not really a vaccine. It doesn't prevent infection. It doesn't stop spread. It just inserts uh, genetic material into your cells. It's it's a disaster. They're going to try to do the same platform and do it for RSV. These viruses, these single-stranded RNA viruses, will never we can never vaccinate ourselves out of it so mm-hmm. covid rsv the vaccine will fail guaranteed it will fail because they mutate so quickly they, they there's no way they can stay ahead of it i mean the boosters they're now pushing right now in america are already almost completely obsolete the strains that we are circulating in our community are not covered in that vaccine Mm-hmm. So it's all risk and no benefit. It's not a good idea. From what I read just recently, the hospitals weren't even testing for RSV. They were just saying, well, those symptoms are RSV, so we're just going to diagnose it RSV. Have you seen that too? Um, I can't speak to that because I'm not in the hospitals right okay. now. I'm just working in my clinic. Well, actually, I'm not working at all, full disclaimer. I retired my license this past month, this month. And so anything I tell you, it's just informational purposes. Just right. check it out with somebody you trust. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's I have actually heard when I was seeing patients just this past month, when I still could, uh, they would go to urgent cares or the hospital ERs and come back. And, and you're right. They were told it's, it's RSV, but mm-hmm. they didn't necessarily test. Right. Uh, it, it could. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. We were seeing, because I, I, I have the tests in my office, the covid mm-hmm for flu and for RSV. And so on the really sickest kids, I would test. And actually the worst this year was the flu. And it was, next was the RSV and then COVID was the least of our concerns. I mean, for kids, COVID was nothing. Mm-hmm. For most kids, it was a bad cold or not even a bad cold. Uh, RSV, here's the thing, for parents who are listening, here's, I wanna put your minds at ease. As long as your child is hydrated. So if you're nursing, nurse more. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have enough milk to nurse enough, then you supplement, right? Right. Uh, and then secondly, you just got to make sure they have enough oxygen. So occasionally that 1% ends up needing oxygen, and that's what ends up getting you in the hospital. And just like and, with anything, uh, I mean, you always have the 1%, but they have made, it's like Munchausen's by government. They've made the, the 99% think they're all the 1%. Yeah, well, the fear-mongering because they're getting ready to roll out a vaccine. Right. You see this every single time. You know, we've got this fear, fear, fear. Oh, but wait, we've got a solution coming. And by the time 
the solution arrives, well, first of all, you don't need it, but you've got your population so fearful that they'll take it. Right. And your data from all your patients going over 10 years, your kids, the unvaccinated, by what percentage were healthier than your vaccinated kids? Oh, 400% healthier. Wow. 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 Yeah. And and the interesting one was for ADD and ADHD, there was zero in the unvaccinated. Zero. Now, I don't... I couldn't actually even believe that because, I mean, here's the thing. So all these things that we're seeing with my data, because we're seeing it in other studies and because we have a mechanism to explain why it happens, Mm -hmm. it's real. We can now say with relative certainty that there's a cause and effect. But you have to realize when you first have something that's associated, you know, there's more cars on the road, therefore there's more autism. Well, not necessarily, even though they're associated, you've got to have a mechanism and you've got to prove it, you know, scientifically. Right. Right. Well, we have, we have numerous studies. And so a lot of health problems are connected to vaccines, but vaccines aren't the only issue. You mentioned Stephanie Seneff. Mm -hmm. She's all over the glyphosate issue in her toxic legacy book. She outlines it quite clearly. Mm -hmm. Uh, Pesticides, herbicides have been a disaster for our health. Yeah. Once they started spraying all those times during the growing process, and then once we, we added that in with the metals, in with the vaccines, then we, we, yep. we have now a huge problem on our hands since the 90s, since the mid-90s. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. What else would you like uh, um, parents to know? And, of course, the, the older uh, folks who just live and die by the vaccine program because they've been taught their whole lives that we just needed it so desperately, even in a time when we have good sanitation, which makes no sense. Um, but but what, do you, what, what are your final thoughts on that? We have a couple of minutes. Okay, so final thoughts, folks. I want you to have hope. Mm-hmm. If you stop right now vaccinating, you can smile and start having hope in your life. Secondly, most people are vitamin D deficient, and it's critical Amen. for your natural immune system. Get it tested. Take enough. Infants can take a 1,000 IUs with vitamin K2. Check your trusted provider. Mm-hmm. And then uh, for this whole COVID thing that's coming, please, please, please just say no. You absolutely yep. have to say no. Have faith over fear and trust the natural immune system. Uh, the, the the commercial you gave right before this segment was mm-hmm. beautiful. I mean, hyperbaric oxygen yes, works. it does. Uh, having the right supplements and supporting your, your nutrition, it really works. We so you don't have to have fear. You can go forward with, you know, mm-hmm. uh, go back to the days of, of just right. being hopeful and living in faith. We have yeah. a beautiful immune system. Let it work. <laughs> Let it work. Don't sure don't do. har- you know, don't keep it from working, which is really I think what the vaccine program was meant to do. And here's the deal too. You're speaking in my local area. So I know we're on the national show right now, but you're speaking here in St. George on uh, Utah in Southern Utah on January 14th on that Saturday. You can go to yourhealthfreedomdixie.com for tickets. yourhealthfreedomdixie.com. I hope every seat is filled with a young parent as well because we, I worry about our youth. Um, I worry about grandkids. I worry about all of these young people. And I know they want to be stellar moms. And they have that whole fear thing going on where the doctors and the commercials and the media convince them they're going to be a terrible parent unless they go vaccinate because we're so warped into thinking that. Please go on January 14th and listen to Dr. Paul Thomas in person as I just cannot wait for your presentation. It's so necessary and so needed right now. And finally, we're at a time when people are starting to listen. It's the only silver lining from the last three years. Right. Absolutely. And be careful who you listen to. All the major news channels and most of social media is anytime they're talking about vaccines, they're talking the exact opposite of the truth. It just drives me nuts. I can't even sit there and listen to it. Me too. But 
when you hear it over and over again, you get confused. I know, I know. And of course, everybody wants to be a great mom and they're there to protect a baby. So they're going to start to believe all that garbage. Please protect your baby from the CDC is my, my biggest message. Yeah. Uh, thank you Absolutely. so much. Dr. Paul Thomas, it's great. Can you please give the website again? doctorsandscience.com. They can also go to kidsfirstforever.com. That's going to be my new project where I offer coaching along with Dee Dee Hoover. And uh, there's drpaulsfight.com if you want to support my fight. I'm still trying to sue the medical board for what they've done. Yeah, yeah. Just because he was outspoken and brought up his data and said this is what's happening and it was the truth. And they don't like the truth over there at those those boards. So thank you. They do not like the truth. Kids first and the number four. So kids first forever. Ever.com, kidsfirstforever.com. Love that. Thank you, Dr. Paul Thomas, for joining us. Thank you so much. Thank you, Kate. Oh, that was great. Be faithful, be fearless. You know, we end the show with that every time, and uh, see you here tomorrow.